and welcome to episode 263 of a Veg Grower podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Well, coming up a bit later on, I've got a few projects that I'm going to be carrying out in my garden over the next few weeks that might inspire you. But firstly, as always, we have the diary section where you find out what I've been up to over this last week in my own garden. Well, today is Wednesday the 18th of March 2020. I have finished work very early again today. I think that's going to have me happening a lot, to say the least. So I came home and I've been busy working mainly in the greenhouse and the shed. So firstly, I went into the greenhouse and had to shift around with some of my plants and seedlings that are in there. Mainly because I wanted to make a bit of room so I can move some of my seedlings from the potting shed into the greenhouse. Uh, what I basically was doing in the greenhouse was any plants that haven't survived overwintering I've got rid of. And I've just composted them. Nothing really difficult about that. After that, with a bit of space, I then went into the potting shed and I've moved out into the greenhouse some of my lettuce seedlings, a cucumber plant and some of my basil and coriander and parsley plants mainly to see just how they get on outside at first because if they seem to do okay in the greenhouse I know it will be time then that I can start moving some of my bigger plants out into here. Just um, like the cucumber plant I've only put one cucumber plant in the greenhouse and I thought it might be a bit too early. I've got the rest of the cucumber plants in the potting shed where it is a bit warmer and if the cucumber in the greenhouse survives I know I can then move the rest of the cucumbers out to the greenhouse. That's my theory anyway and that's how I tend to do things. It's trial and error. It also means that if I lose one cucumber plant it doesn't matter. If I use a whole lot it is a big problem. But I think we'll be okay, to be honest. After that, I then started potting on a lot of my other plants. Now, these are my aubergines and my chilli plants, my really tender plants that have been growing since February, January, that sort of time. They seem to be growing really, really well, actually. Got some nice, good, bushy growth. The foliage looks nice and green. It was just time to pot them into some bigger pots. Now, these were growing in my root trainers and I've moved away from the root trainers into sort of four inch pots. Give them a bit more room to grow and hopefully they'll suddenly pull on a lot more growth and get big. That's the plan anyway. Now that actually took quite a while because it is one of those jobs that does take a while. Don't mind it because I quite enjoy it and it gives me time with my thoughts. Now that's what I've been up to today. It's uh, getting dark outside. Lovely evening again though. Well, today is Friday the 20th of March 2020. I'm just in the potting shed, just sowing a few seeds today. I'm going to start with a tomato seeds, a variety called Crimson Blush. Grew these last year, nice big beef steak variety that is blight resistant, so sow those. Now it is Friday morning, I should be at work, but I've actually booked a day off for my grand's funeral. Funeral isn't going ahead, but we are still having the burial, so it's given me a bit more time, although it drags things out. So um, yesterday, I came home from work with three female quails. Absolutely beautiful birds. I kept them in a carry cage overnight, just on the kitchen table, just to keep an eye on them. Then today I brought them outside and I kind of pot them in front of the quail cage so that they can get customised to each other. Well, at the same time, I was building a sort of um, 
a way to separate them inside the actual quail cage so that they can get customised to each other a bit closer. And I built that just out of a bit of chicken wire, cable tied into place, it does the job. And that, is, that worked fine, but as I moved the quails into there, one of them managed to escape and fly away, which my own fault because I was rushing. And I shouldn't have been rushing, so we're now down to two female quails. But that's okay, because two is better than none, and hopefully it'll keep Bunny a bit quieter. Now, he's, they are in the same cage, although separated. They seem okay together, and we'll keep an eye on them over the next few days and make sure they get on okay. More importantly, hopefully, they will start laying some quails' eggs soon, so I can breed up some more quails, as well as get some lovely eggs. Now after that I'm in, as I said, I'm in the potting shed and I'm sowing some seeds. I've just sowed these Crimson Crush, but I'm also sowing more tomatoes, a variety called Primabella and Mountain Magic. Now both those varieties are also blight resistant, so these are both intended for my outdoor plants. Now the Primabella I've never grown before, I only saw them in the shop and I thought they sounded good. And they're a blight resistant cherry tomato, so... Any luck, they will do well. Mountain Magic I've grown for a few years and they are delicious, so I really like them. I'm also sowing some more basil, some more chives, some cumin and some garlic chives, just to, well, just to keep the seed sowing going. Well, that's it for today. Uh, I'll keep you updated with how the quail get on. Well, today's Saturday, the 21st of March 2020. Another great day today. At home again. Well, I say at home. This morning I went off to Tombridge in Kent to collect a new chicken run. A friend of mine contacted me during the week saying he had it for sale and did I want it. Now, not the right time to go out buying purchases, I know, but I have wanted one of these type of runs for a while. Now, this is an omelette Eglou Go. It's a kind of plastic coop with an attached run, which gives, you know, two metres of space, plenty of run for the chickens. Plastic is a lot easier to clean and it should be a lot better for the chickens. So I went and got that and I brought that home and assembled that and uh, really, really pleased with it. I really, really like these omelette chicken runs. I think they're really well thought out. Now my old wooden cage, it's been fine, don't get me wrong, it's fine. It will go down the allotment for when I move chickens down there. The only thing I found with my, this chicken cage is that it just looks awful. It was second hand when I brought it and it looked awful when I got it and it still looks awful. And I, I just kind of got to the point I was fed up of looking at it in the garden to be honest. So I'm going to put that to one side, give it a really really good clean and then I might paint it or something before it goes down the allotment. So that's what I've mainly been doing today, just, but just a quick update with the female quails. Now, they seem to be getting on really, really well with the other male quails. So I have actually removed the barrier and I've been keeping an eye on them while I've been peeled in this uh, chicken coop. And they seem to be absolutely fine. So, so far, it's been a really good day dealing with poultry. Well, today is Sunday, the 22nd of March, 2020, on the allotment. Beautiful, lovely day again today. It's lovely to see the sunshine and just what we need to really lift our spirits. So I came down to my allotment this morning, had a quick walk around and everything seems in pretty good condition, which I'm rather, rather pleased about. 
So I tackled my first task, which was to complete filling up my sweetcorn bed with horse manure. Now this was a bed I completed building a couple of weeks ago, and I filled it up with a bit of horse manure back then, but it did need a bit more, which I put off to another day. Well, I've done it today, and that'll settle down quite nicely. Now the horse manure I use is delivered to my allotment site. It's not the most well rotted to say the least. It could do with being uh, rotted for a bit longer. But because it's gonna be for sweetcorn, which doesn't get planted out for probably another six weeks, it's kind of got time to settle down and hopefully will rot down a bit more and should be good for planting sweetcorn. Now after that, I did a little bit of weeding, just running around with a hoe. Not too much because I think I'm going to have a lot of time on my hands to do that sort of thing over the coming weeks. Then I concentrated on what has got to be one of my main jobs for this weekend and that was planting out my potatoes. Now I planted out several varieties of potatoes in the ground here. I'm not going to read out the, all the potatoes that I'm planting here because there's just too many to list. Instead I'll write them down on the blog post for this podcast. But I've planted out four rows of potatoes here, which has quite a few actually, and it's taken up quite a bit of land on my allotment, which I don't mind because potatoes we will eat later on throughout the year. But not all my potatoes are going in down on the ground at the allotment. I'm taking home and planting it in buckets at home, some of my first early potatoes and some of my main crops, just kind of spreading about where I grow all my crops. I think thefts on allotment are going to be pretty big over this year, so I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket. After that, it's time to go home really, and I was packing up, and as I walked along the road next to my allotment, it's pretty uneven, I twisted my ankle and fell flat on my face straight on the floor. It was quite painful at the time, as I'm sure anybody who's twisted their ankle will vouch. But what was quite funny is one of my allotment neighbours saw me do this and came running up to check I was okay. Could see I was moving on the ground and then suddenly realised as he got closer to me he couldn't really get any closer due to this coronavirus thing. So he sort of stayed away and was checking I was okay. I could tell he wanted to get closer and just really check I was okay because I did feel quite spectacularly and I was in quite a bit of pain. But no, I'm okay thankfully. Just um walked it off for a bit and it seems okay but we'll keep an eye on it and see how it is later on today well i'm going to head on home now and i'm going to plant up my buckets of potatoes back at home well today is monday the 23rd of march 2020 should have been a day of work but with current circumstances that's not happened but i spent a day in the garden today so it's not a complete failure and it's been a lovely day actually now yesterday, after I finished at the allotment, I did come back and plant out some more of my potatoes in pots. I spent the afternoon doing that and it was a, a rather lovely job to do. Had the chickens out of their run and they were exploring the garden like they normally do. Now, I should say that the igloo that I set up on Saturday, that is being awesome. The only trouble was when it came towards getting dark and the chickens normally go to bed by themselves. Well. Papadom and Boona, which are the younger two chickens, they did go to bed absolutely fine, but Bear didn't. Now, I did a live show last night, and when I came out after the live show to check they had actually gone to bed, I couldn't find Bear anywhere, and I had a mad panic around the garden, grabbing some torches to try and see where she was. The wife came running out as soon as I told her what had happened as well, and as soon as she stepped out of the porch, she saw Bear. Bear was sat on the porch step, or not even the porch step, the back step, just uh, perched up there, 
been waiting for us. So pull her back in the omelette in the chicken coop and she uh, she went to sleep and <laughs> no more problems. So this evening, being Monday, I've made sure they have gone into their cage a bit earlier. Quails have settled in fine as well. So we're all looking good on that front. Now, so today, I had a day at home, as I said, and I did think of going down the allotment this morning, but instead I thought I'll stay at home and I set about cutting up a load of wood. Now this was wood that I had left over from the beds that I've built down on the allotment. But I managed to scrabble enough together to make a 2.4 metre long by 80 centimetre wide rectangular shape. That I'm taking down the allotment tomorrow. And that will be my allotment cold frame. I've got some glass down there that I can just pot over the top. And that'll be where I can just harden off some plants down on the allotment. That's the idea. And then once I don't need to harden off any more plants, I can probably grow sweet potatoes or something inside it just to boost it along. Now I have made these twice as deep as the beds that I have on the allotment. So it is quite deep and that is so that any plants that are in there do actually have quite a bit of room to sort of reach up and grow. I did want to make more of a, a sloping top, but unfortunately, skill level and time wasn't on my side for that. Anyway, after that, I potted up my aubergines and my tomato plants that were sown a while back. Just put them up into three inch pots just to give them a bit more room to grow. Then while I'd done that, I made a video which will be out tomorrow. And this is in my garden and my thoughts of where what I'm doing with my garden. I'm turning my garden into a modern day victory garden so that I said all along this year everything in the garden is going to be edible well that's going to be ramped up some so there will be everything's edible a lot of food just growing and yeah that's my kind of thinking and thought and I say modern day because I do have the veggie pod which is just starting to sprout some of the salad leaves I sowed last week they're starting to sprout the veggie pod is a more modern sort of application and that i will be uh, using as well as things like water pumps just to make my life a little bit easier now while i was filming it i did happen to look in my greenhouse and i noticed some pots had fallen over and these were things like my yakon pots and uh, some of my i think there might have been salad leaves but i'm not sure on that i've got to get in there and see what was lost but they've fallen off the shelf and all over the place so they may not be a complete loss, but they are certainly a loss as far as I'm concerned. Not the end of the world, but I've got to be a bit more on it for that sort of thing. Anyway, that's it for today. I'm going to water all these pots and plants quickly, and then I'll be wrapping up for the night. And this will be the end of this week's diary section. <music> Well, this week's tip of the week from the Little Book of Allotment Tips is make yourself comfortable. At the very least, this means a kind of seat to rest on. A plank on upturned buckets will do. Better still, put up a cheap and simple shelter or shed to keep off the showers or cold winds while you drink your tea. Well, that's not a bad idea, is it? A nice comfortable seat to sit on down the allotment or even in your garden at a time. And in fact, that is one project right there that could go into this list coming up a bit later on. Right, moving on from that, because I've got a lot to get through today. Now, this evening, before I started really creating this podcast, we heard Boris Johnson's announcement that, not that we're quite in lockdown, but we're pretty much there, aren't we? And I'm getting a lot of questions about whether or not that means we can't go to our allotments. I've reached out and contacted some people to try and get a definite answer. It's a bit muddy at the moment, to say the least. 
But I have shared a post from the National Allotment Society who have said that with regards to allotments, they consider that allotments to be similar to parks. So therefore, as long as you keep two metres away from anybody else and practice good hygiene, especially when unlocking or opening the gates, it should be okay. So basically, make sure you have plenty of hand sanitizer, soap and water with you and keep yourself clean, keep yourself from far away. You might just want to check just to be certain because as I say, it is a bit muddy, but that's how I understand these rules. Right, next on my list. Okay, so uh, I am putting out at the moment daily videos. I put out an extra podcast on Friday and I've got quite a few more in the bag that are going to be coming out over the next few days. I am probably going to go daily on the podcasts. So every day you could be getting a podcast, which might mean the diary section you'll get daily as well as a subject matter. They'll probably be a bit shorter than this podcast tonight. Now, if that's not what you want, then please let me know. But if everybody is happy with a daily podcast, that's what I will do for the foreseeable future. Okay, well, that is uh, (laughs) the housekeeping sort of tidied up, if that's the right word. So a few garden projects that I'm going to be carrying out over the next few weeks in my own garden. Now, I am quite lucky that I have a reasonable sized garden that I garden in at home as well as the allotment. So that means I've got plenty of outside space and plenty of chance to be growing food outside. Which brings me quite nicely onto my first project. And this is, I've, it's kind of always been my sort of aim, but I'm converting my garden into a modern day victory garden. So what's a modern day Victory Garden? Well, Victory Garden was from World War II and the Dig for Victory campaign when we all converted our gardens into a food producer machine. That's the way I like to look at it, as a food producer machine. And that's kind of what I'll be doing with my garden, but with a modern twist. And the modern twist is that I am going to be prepared to use modern equipment, such as my veggie pod, such as water pumps, and those sort of things. Just using everything that I already have to my advantage. That's a fairly simple project. It's just a case that I'll be using every single bit of space. It could be on top of sheds. I might use that area to grow more food. The lawn, I've kind of taken over half of it with a veg patch already now. And I've moved the chickens onto the lawn. So we'll probably keep a bit of lawn to move the chickens around and for green material in compost. But where I can, I will be growing food. The plans for the veg patch that I had this year have gone by the wayside. I can't do that anymore. So instead, what I'm going to do is just stick with what I've got, turn it all over to grow veg and grow as much veg and herbs and fruit as I possibly can. Now, things like my potatoes that I planted out at home on Sunday, because they're in pots, they are going to be easy to move around should I need a bit more space. Now, that's a a great way of utilizing space i can move those pots onto the path when i need more earth for growing space and then i can bring them back when the space is free it's all about trying to make compromises and adapting with what we've got now that's probably the most obvious sort of project and i'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be converting their gardens and growing a lot more veg at the moment great time of year and i think it's a great idea now if you have small spaces i have got a podcast coming out that is going to be on how to utilize small spaces and what veg to grow if you have small spaces so that will be coming out pretty soon keep your ear out for that 
Next on my list, I'm going to be really tidying my sheds. Now, I think most people are probably going to be going through that anyway. Tidying sheds, tidying gardens, tidying houses and just making the most of this time while we can. So in one of my sheds, I've got a load of tools that don't get used. They just sort of sit there taking up space, but they are good tools and all they need is a good lease of life, just a, a nice little tidy up and they'll be absolutely fine to go. So bringing those tools out, sorting them through, cleaning them up, sharpening them, oiling them up, making them all good to use is going to be quite a main project. Now, while I'm emptying my shed, I'm going to be finding anything that I can use. Any little thing that I can grow plants in will be used. I've got a little crate that Satsumas came in that might be used for, I don't know, probably salad leaves or something. Basically, just utilising what I have. Now, while I'm sorting out my sheds, I do need to repair some leaking roofs and where the roofing felt has blown off. So that is going to be sorted. But if I'm going to grow on the roof of my sheds as well, I need to strengthen those roofs as well. So that's another thing I will be doing with regards to my sheds. My next project is one that I started doing today and hopefully will complete tomorrow if I go down the allotment. And that is building some cold frames. Now, cold frames, I believe, are great just to harden plants off and they are a great substitutes if you haven't got a greenhouse. Now a very simple idea would be to take a plastic bottle, cut the top off, turn it upside down and pop that over your plant. That's effectively a cold frame or a greenhouse. But my cold frames that I'm building, I've made rectangular bases out of wood. I've got some old glass panels that have came from various places, old fridges in particular, that I've taken them off. And they will sit on top of these rectangular boxes and let light in and act as the frame. So if you have got some wood and you have got some glass, that might be something you want to look at. Now next, I want to build some new compost bins for the allotment. I've salvaged back some of my pallet wood that I had built some beds from down on the allotment. And when I've been removing them throughout the winter, that pallet wood is still good enough to build some compost bins. So I'm going to bring that wood home and build some new compost bins. Now they are just going to be a cube. Nothing complicated, nothing difficult to do. Just going to screw them all together or nail them all together into this cube shape and start filling that up with compost. I'm hoping at the front I'll be able to add some hinges so I can just open the door to make my life easier. Again, that is not complicated, but it's going to make use of this time. My next project is I want to make some signs. Now these are signs that I, I want to make out of wood ideally, and I just want them to kind of act as labels for what plants I have grown where. I'm a big fan of labelling everything up. So I could have one that says potatoes and then I could have different labels saying what variety of potatoes. Now I want to make these out of wood because they're a bit more longer lasting than plastic. I use plastic labels all the time and they are fine but wood is a bit more environmentally friendly. So my plan with these, I'm going to cut the wood down to the shape that I want and then I'm either going to paint them in a white gloss paint and then go over with a black paint writing what I want written on them. My handwriting is terrible so this is going to take a bit of practice but I think that's going to be another project that will take up some time. Now finally another project that I want to do over these coming weeks is build a scarecrow or several scarecrows actually. I've always wanted to have a, a really good looking scarecrow on my allotment sites and I've always wanted to do it a bit fun you know a bit different rather than it just looking like a, a, a standard scarecrow. Had have I got round to it last year what I wanted to do was actually build several scarecrows and dress them up 
like The Avengers from the Marvel comics because that was a big film out last year. This year I was thinking of perhaps doing something like the Ghostbusters gang. Just something a bit fun and a bit relevant to the time. So that is a big item on my list. And that might be actually something you might want to do if you've got kids as well. Just get a bit creative. Build some scarecrows and build them interesting. Well that is a few projects that I am planning to do over these next few weeks while we are in this not quite lockdown shall we call it i don't know if it's going to get any better or if it's going to get any worse all i can say is we need to keep a positive mental attitude and keep going we are lucky that we are able to garden and i really hope that everyone else out there is making the best of this time well if you've got any other thoughts on ideas or want to let me know what you're doing then please do contact me now you can email me richard at the .co.uk. You can visit my website and leave a comment. That's the vegrowerpodcast.co.uk. Or you can find me on social media, just search for the Vegrower Podcast. I do have a Facebook group and a forum on the website to get a conversation going. On Sundays, I go live at 6 pm on the Facebook page as well, and that's becoming a great little chat. I'm looking to get people to send in videos from their own allotments that I can play in on that. I'm also thinking, and I'm going to put this out to you guys if you want to get involved, if you can send me sort of 30 seconds of just a view from your allotment in a video, that would be great, and I want to try and make a montage of these videos. Well, with that, please take care, and I will speak to you again next time. <laughs>